Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Inside the Coach's Office. My name is Tom Murphy Jr. And as always, I have Coach Brian Barnes with me. And today we're going to be talking about the Michigan High School Football Coaches Association East-West All-Star Game uh, that just happened this past weekend, um, where the East uh, squad uh, beat the West squad 14-7 in what, what was a pretty thrilling um, defensive battle for the most part. Uh, so, coaches, welcome to the show. What's going on, man? How you doing, Coach Crowell? Uh, we have Coach Jermaine Crowell from uh, Belleville High School, who um, was a winning coach of, of the, the East team. And then we we're also joined by uh, Coach Cody Mallory of Cadillac, um, who was head coach of the West team. Uh, so, Coach Crowell, I guess uh, since you're the winner, um, I'll start with you. Um, how, how important was it for you and your staff to, to come out on top and, and win this game? I know it was all, it's about the players and, and the experience, but, but to get the win in, in, in a close game with all that talent on the field, how was that for you? I mean, honestly, I mean, I don't know. To me, I don't feel like, you know, of course it's easy for me to say because we, we actually won, but at the end of the day, man, the kids, the, all the kids won. The, everybody that was involved with that process won. It was my first time ever being able to work with, with some of my rivals, some of the folks that I coach against in my league. I was actually able to sit down with Coach Lim and somebody that I've coached against who's also in my league. You know, I've got a chance to see what, what the west side of the state was about, you know, and how they went about their business. You know, so I have been in like a little coaching bubble where all I was worried worried about was just Belleville, 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 Bill, Belleville, and I got to see that, you know, yeah, I've been fortunate enough to have a lot of good players, or whatever. But it's folks that put in putting in serious work. That that the West, man, the West had me so scared because every time you know I would see them having meetings, and I was telling I was telling our side, like, hey, man, they over there working over there. Like, like, are we, are we putting in enough practice time? Are we like, so it, it started towards the end, like, cause they were having meetings like at two o'clock in the morning, I would come out and I, we in our dorm room, I would come out and I would see their whole staff. And it was, it got me like, Hey man, look here, we got to get a little bit more serious about what we, you know, I, I, I was thinking it was, you know, this is a competitive game and, you know, but what the closer it got to kickoff, you know, the more competitive you wanted to get it. And then they, they, you know, I was on the elevator with one of their guys and he was talking about, I was like, yeah, man, I heard, and I was just messing with him. Like, I really, I really was just messing with him because I think I heard another coach say, like, yeah, I heard y'all over there working on option. Option? Option? Oh, you got somebody spying on us. You know, oh, y'all really are running option. Like, I was just joking. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun for me. Coach, that's awesome. This is uh, hey, this is Brian Barnes. Good to see you guys. Thanks for being here. Clear up. Uh, want to clear up a couple things really quick. So, Coach Mallory, you you were previously at Cadillac, and go ahead and uh, let us know again where where you're transitioning to for this upcoming fall. Yeah, so I was I was at Cadillac last season. Um, been there since 2015, uh, and then just uh, early spring accepted the job down at Spring Lake High School. Um, oh, cool. So you know, just it was a just an added layer of of work with all-star game and all that moving process and everything. So, um, you know, it was, it was an exciting time. Sure. Congratulations to on that, by the way. And also I wanted to, even though 
Tom, it comes off, you know, Tom really didn't mean to rub it in a little bit that the West lost and you were the losing coach, but yeah, we're, Tom's, I, I, we're the losers. Tom, <laughs> Tom, Tom didn't do that on purpose, you know, even though it comes off that way, but uh, Hey, really quick. I want to go back to uh, coach Crowell. You know, you mentioned working with your rivals and stuff and, and obviously like, you know, when we coach high school football, right. And, and uh, at any level, like we, we respect a lot of the guys we go against anyway and what, and what they do. If you could add on a little bit to what that experience is like, you know, working and, and talking to Brian Lemons from Brighton and maybe Jim Sparks from Novi and, and kind of those guys and, and, you know, that type of experience for you. I mean, well, me and Coach Sparks go way back. Like, people don't know it, but before I ever, you know, most folks know me from Cass Tech. But before I was at Cass Tech, I was at Harper Woods High School. And when I was at Harper Woods High School, we were in the Metro Conference. And in the Metro Conference, like, when I got to Harper Woods, I think I got there in like 2006 or 2007 and I moved into the area and I wanted my son, like Harper Woods schools was, was a blue ribbon school. And it was right like around the corner from where I stayed, but I wasn't, I was like on the outskirts of Harper Woods. I wasn't in Harper Woods. So I went up to try to enrolling and they were like, well, you know, you don't stay in the school uh, limits. You know, he can't go here unless you're an employee. Uh, like, and as I was leaving, I was just going, you know, going and enroll him into a, a DPS school. Uh, the coach saw me and I had worked the camp at Michigan Elite with George Yarberry, who I went to Hillsdale with. And the coach was like, coach, I'm looking for some coaches. If you want to coach, you know, you, I'll hire you. Hey, you can get the job and then your son can go here. And so I had kept trying to get out of football and I went on and like, all right, well, I'll go on and take the job so my son can go to school here. And I took the job, and when I took the job, whoo, I, I, I immediately got to work. And one of our top games was against uh, Coach Sparks. He was over at uh, – Clawson. Yeah, Clawson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I should know that name because my son co uh, coaches wrestling over there or coach oh, wrestling over there. That's right, Coach. Yeah. He does. Yeah, we're Coach. So Tom and I live in the city of Clawson, so we know. You know, we we have yeah. a lot of the Sea Town guys. Awesome. Yeah. So 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 we go way back, and when we when I, we were coming up at Harper Woods, you know, it was like the one. Like I got two seasons of where I I really took took wood, and I I was I, I took a lot of losses. So my first season ever coaching at Kettering, you know, I, we lost. And then my first season ever coaching at Harper Woods, I think we lost. I think we only won like four games. But it was one of my best. It, it was a great experience. It was a great experience coaching against Coach Sparks. He was in the spread and damn near tempo long before a lot of folks were doing it. And it was causing me all kind of problems. Eventually, you know, we figured it out and we were able to have some battles with him and come out on the winning side on some of them. But it was, it was a respect thing that after it was over with, we stayed friends. You know, so for him to be elected, you know, the president, and invite me to the game, it was like, well, you know, it, this it, it's, it's some history there. So I knew him as far as Lemons, you know, we had battled, I think we played each other like four times and he popped me in the biggest, like that was, I, I tell people all the time, I like when we lost to Brighton, it made, it changed things for me. Cause I was doing a lot of things where I wasn't sure of, should I do this, should I do that? You know, and I felt like during that game, it was it was a couple of things that just really got up under my skin. You know, we had Andre Selden and he had dropped a, a big play for like that would have been a touchdown and he dropped it. And my my offensive coaches at the time, 
we were having problems with teams that were slowing the slowing it down and hold controlling the clock. And my my offensive coaches were getting mad. They were like, "No, nah, coach, we're gonna do this to them." And I'm like, "Well, that I don't really think that 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 we should try to play into you know what they're doing." But I wanted to show confidence in them. But it was show bothering me like that same guy that got beat by ten yards is out there, and and, and we're not gonna use Andre Seldon. No, nah, coach, we we we're good over here. And then when we lost the game, I, I said to myself, you know what? I love my 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 coaches and and they really, really good. But this this one right here, I think we could have we could have won this game. And from here on out, you know, if we lose, we're gonna lose my way. Like, like, and I think that started the change in the program. That was that was that was huge. So to be able to sit down and like actually sit at a table with Lemons and let him know, hey man, I appreciate you. I appreciate, you know, you. Hey, it's not always about the talent, you know. It's not always about the X's and O's. It's it's, it's, it's uh, having having continuity, having a having the city behind you. The one thing I took from that, all of Brighton was at that game. Now, all of Belleville was at the game as well, but it was different, you know. It was it was it was truly it was truly different, and it it helped scope me mold me and to be in the same room with those guys to talk about some of our games to be there with Chris and watch him run a formation that's given I like oh oh make sure make make sure make sure you I'm my one of my coaches keeps calling me make sure that that you run that formation oh yeah I want to see somebody else defend that that empty uh empty wing because I know you about to pull these guards and and you know it, it was fun that was and then to have Aaron and 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 have the defensive coaches on the defensive side of the ball, I didn't call anything. I just stepped back and watched them work. Man, those guys know what they're doing. Like, I think our conference, the KLAA, is really, really good. I think we have a lot of really, really, really good coaches, and they got a chance to hear about, you know, some of my story. So it was a great experience for me. Like I, I'm 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 ecstatic that I was a part of it. Coach Mallory, did you have a similar experience working with you know, some of the guys that were on your staff uh, on the West side? No, we, I mean, we, we never really played each other, but um, you know, it was, uh, I, I think we, it was a, it was a pretty good experience. So, you know, coach is saying we're, we we're up meeting all night. We were really weren't meeting. We were just kind of shooting it, shooting the crap and uh, trading ideas and just hanging out. Um, and, you know, I think that's what, that was one of the big takeaways for me from the game. Like, uh, you know, I, obviously you want to win, but there's so much stuff that, that doesn't get seen outside the game uh, that makes it just an extremely valuable experience. Like it was a lot of fun. Um, got to talk with the, uh, you know, we, we went out for pizza one night, both the stabs together and uh, got to sit down with the East defensive coordinator and we were trading ideas on, we do a similar stuff uh, strength and conditioning wise or strength and speed development wise. So we're trading, trading uh, secrets and stories and, uh, techniques and all the different stuff that we do for, you know, a good hour, hour and a half. And so, um, you know, having the opportunity to, to exchange ideas with such great coaches from both sides of the state and then being able to coach the, just the quality of kids that, that, that we ended up getting. Um, I mean, it made it, it made it a great time. You know, this suck. We, we weren't able to, to make enough plays to win on Saturday, but um, you know, walking away from it, like, you know, it's it was good. It was great. Like I I wouldn't trade for anything. Yeah, Tom's made that really clear that you guys didn't make the plays and win the game uh, early on in this podcast. So yes, yes, yes he did, he did, <laughs> he did. So thanks, Tom.
I think you're, <laughs> you're going a little heavy here, Brian, but, but, no, but, but it's been Mallory, a while. Um, yeah. Coach Mallory, um, speaking of that a bit, um, I, I wonder, uh, I think Coach Barnes and I are both curious about how, like going into this game, you know, it, it was, uh, you know, it was, it's an exhibition game. Um, it's, it's more fun than, than competition, but, but once the game got going, um, and, and it seemed to be such a close battle. Did, did the game plan change or did your coaching philosophy for the game change towards being fun and getting all the kids involved towards doing what you got to do to win this game? And, 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 and how did the game plan look going into the game as opposed to how it may have changed throughout the course of, of, of the game? Yeah, no, I mean, don't, don't get it wrong. Like we wanted to win you know, and our kids wanted to win. And so um, it wasn't like we got into a battle there and they were like, Oh, Hey, let's turn it on. I mean, our, you know, I, and I, I think it's this probably the same for the East guys. Like it's like, we want to win. Uh, yeah. Now the, the game plan did change. Uh, you know, one of the difficult things with this and, you know, reflecting back, you know, maybe it's something that, that we do differently, but um, yeah, like I'm a flexible and triple option guy under center. And uh, I wasn't about to run that in an all-star game. And so what ended up happening is we kind of pieced an offense together a little bit from Battle Creek or a lot from Battle Creek Central, actually. Um, some stuff that I wanted to do and then um, some short yard stuff from Beale City. And so um, what ended up happening is like the, the East was doing some good stuff on defense. And because we kind of pieced it together like that, um, I really didn't feel like we had the answers that we needed to, to be able to you know, um, adjust. So we ended up drawing some stuff up on the sideline, um, that worked a little bit, but it, you know, it wasn't enough to, to overcome just how, uh, I mean, they, they were, they were really good up front on defense and, um, and that, that really gave us some trouble. And, um, you know, then we, you know, just didn't, didn't make some plays. We had some guys open, drop balls. Um, you know, we had, uh, we had a receiver make a really nice play on the sideline in the end zone that they called out. Um, you know, that one could have gone either way. It's just, you know, at the end of the day, they made more plays than we did. And, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, it is what it is. It was, it was a great game. I mean, it was, it was some, it was some, it was some scheming, like it was a lot of scheming before the game, but once the game got going and, and guys got settled in, I like, okay, you know, yeah, we get a, we get a drive, you know, it's the first, everybody's jittery but then it settles down and we really didn't have a punter. Like we really didn't, we didn't get a punter. And I saw in the, in the skills the day before, I'm like, Oh, they got a, they got a punter for real. <laughs> like they got a real kicker. Like, so, you know, and, and Chris, I told him, I want to have fun. I don't want to punt the ball in real life, like in real games. Like I'm, I'm, it's a serious debate going on. Like, Hey man, I don't like punting the ball. Like I really, you know, and I hate telling people that. No, I really don't like hate telling people that I don't want to punt the ball. Like it's to me, it's like conceding defeat. Like, hey man, just get yards on first down, and that's what I was saying. Like, I thought that we were bigger than them up front, and it was hot. And you know, my 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 game plan to get to going. I'm telling Chris, Chris, I don't know. On first down, can we just get three? Can we get two or three? That's gonna put us in a situation where on third down, if we got to make some decisions, we're gonna be all right. You know, because I think we can run the ball, but. You got guys who haven't played together, haven't practiced together. They only been together for like four practices, you know. So it's not, and then you got defense on the other side that's moving around and doing whatever they doing. The continuity not there. 
So the play calling gets scattered. And then we had receivers. Like, we had stuff that we thought we could do. But you get in the game, emotions get to going. The the guys just the, – the one a lot of our main guys, you know, they they the emotions going. So now they're not running the the, the routes at where they're supposed to be running them. They're not running the route they're supposed to be running. So now you know, quarterback holding the ball. Now the quarterback getting sacked. Now we behind the sticks, and folks frustrated. When they came out and made the play at halftime, and I saw that kid go up for that ball, I like, oh, that's problems. Hey, that, did y'all just see how high that kid just just jumped? Like, hey. And and he got hit and held on to the ball. That's problems. We need to address that. Like if they don't do anything else, they got a playmaker over there that needs to be addressed. So I didn't do any scheming, but I've got some simple rules. Like if you're gonna beat us, you're gonna beat our best. So I put our best guy on their best guy. And boy, I'm so glad they stopped putting him in the slot because they they came out. We were doing a pretty decent job because I was gonna try to get a bracket on them, but we were doing a pretty pretty decent job. But what what else they were doing? It was just I was worried. If, man, when they put him in the slot, I'm like, man, I we have not had enough time to to teach these kids how to deal with that. Like, and number ten, whoever that that number ten quarterback was able to get him the ball, and we weren't getting a lot of pressure because we only had like really three three defensive linemen. So we had four, but one of them was playing both ways. So with that happening, it was like, man, look, we got this many linemen. And the good thing about what I did learn, like we on our roster, we normally carry like 65, sometimes 75, and in the past, maybe even more. So we, I'm used to having some depth. I went back to Harper Woods days where like, look, they don't have a lot of people. We don't have a lot of people. It's sun is out. These linemen going to get tired. Like, like we need to, like, just by necessity, we need to run the ball to try to take some of this, this wind up out their sails. Because they had a kid, number 60, that I was like, oh, he just put the tackle back in the quarterback's lap. And I had been talking to him over the few days, and he had told me, like, Coach, you're going to know why I am. And as soon as he came out there and was beating on his head on the kickoff, I was like, oh, there you go. I bet you that's him. That's the that's the one. And then I seen him get get off the ball. I like, oh, oh, he problems. He got to be addressed. Like, hey, coach, hey, what we got to what we got to address him? You know, the coach was like, oh yeah, coach, we gonna uh, we gonna influence him. We gonna let him get up the field. Then I saw him just taking the tackle. I like, I don't know if that's gonna work. Like that kid, that kid, he going to Fair State. There's some kids that I thought you know had talent that I think some schools might have missed out on. This portal has really changed some things. It was some really well, good know, football players in that game. Well, you know what else, Coach, with that? I had a conversation um, with a coach who, who had talked to some guys that had came from, you know, Toledo and, and Western Michigan and Northern Illinois, and they said a lot of their classes are affected basically because of COVID in terms of the schools that um, they offered the players the, the COVID year at that next level, right? So they're, so the, right. the amount of kids they're bringing in for each recruiting class is smaller than it has been traditionally. So on top of that, right, and you mentioned the transfer portal, it's like those things are heavily impacting, in my opinion, like the high school seniors, you know, for the next few classes. And so that's, um, that's unfortunate for, you know, the guys that we're, you know, that we work with now. Um, that's, that's unfortunate. Hey, coach, we say it's unfortunate, but at the end of the day, I think that recruiting is watered down now. 
like a lot of these kids that they rate as the greatest, you know, they go to a campus some shorts and some t-shirts and a writer tells them that they're four or five stars. Okay. Back in when we were coming up, it, everything was done off a of tape. You know, I tell recruiters now when they come in the building, nah, well, who's your best guy? Well, you tell me who my best guy is. That's your job. Like, why would you they, You send them the film for a reason. They need to look at it, right? Yeah. Like, that's all I'm saying. Like, I think a lot of those guys, they, they're, they're missing a lot of guys because it's not, it's everything is through social media now. It's social media recruit. You know, oh, we're going to recruit this guy because Western offered him. Next thing, Western offers, oh, Eastern's going to offer. The other team's going to offer, and this is going to offer. They're only offering because the other guys are. Well, what if the guy really couldn't play to begin with and not all of y'all just offered? Or, you know, it's stupid. It's just, I just, I, I just, it's, it's, it's frustrating. I agree. Hey, Coach Mallory, tell me, um, you know, before we transition to our next couple of questions, what, what would you say is your biggest memory um, or maybe your most favorite memory or what would you like to take overall out of this experience that maybe, you know, 20 years down the road, you can tell your kids someday and, um, you know, that what stands out to you? I think it's just the people that, that we encountered there. You know, you know, I, I, it's, it's hard to pin it down to one thing just because it's such a whirlwind experience. I mean, we practiced, you know, twice on Thursday and three times on Friday. Um, and really the, the big thing that, that just stands out is just the interactions with the people there, you know, the, whether it's the players who um, just an extremely coachable group of kids that know football really well. And um, you know, you got that and then you've got some really high quality coaches and um, the exchange of ideas there. I think it's just the interaction with the people involved is it was, was key for me. Like, um, you know, it's just, I kind of, you know, going away after being a little grumpy that we lost, you know, uh, you know, reflecting back on, it, I was like, that, that was a great experience. You know, that was great. Coach Crowell, how about for you? It, I'm, I'm like, I'm like coach. It was, it was such a great experience. I think. And like for years watching it, you know, I remember, you know, one of my younger memories of going to the Michigan all-star game, I remember seeing Tony Mandridge up at Michigan State and and that forever changed me. I'm like, man, that's Tony Mandridge. Tony Mandridge was walking around with the guns and and I think I was watching Eric Knuth. Eric Knuth was a was a nose guard from Novi and he was wrecking shop in the game. You know, I really actually love football. So to actually watch something as a kid that I, I wanted to try to be a part of and to be able to like actually coach in it, it just it made me for that game to be this, the 40th year, the, the, the high school coaches association doesn't get enough credit for the dedication and, and the, the effort that they put into it, because I'm going to be honest with you, like coach Chris, I tried to make Chris the head coach, you know, but they had already voted. So they said that they couldn't do it, but a lot of the legwork, matter of fact, pretty much all of the legwork coach Chris put in, Coach for the hey, the head coach from Franklin is the coach who put together the meetings. He put together the Zoom meetings. He, he organized everything. Cause I was in the middle, like I had a lot going on this. I got I got a lot going on this summer. I was in the middle of rehiring a whole new staff. Well, not a new staff, but we we've made a lot of improvements to our staff where we brought in new coaches and we got them in the building. And I was going through inter I was going through a lot. And he he shouldered the burden. Like really, he was he he 
he controlled everything. He led everything. So, so this was a total team effort, you know, and, and uh, just listening to all the different that the fundraiser that they had, you know, I learned some things The like they raised like $12,000 in an hour. I was like, I, I could not believe that. And I just, when they said they were going to do it, I'm like, that's not going to happen. But I watched it happen. So it was, it was hats off to the Michigan High School Coaches Association. I, I really believe we got some of the best coaches in, in all of America and they don't get enough credit. I just, I just don't think they do. Uh, Coach Mallory, who were some of the players from uh, your team that really stood out either during practice, uh, you know, throughout the week or during the game specifically? Who, um, who, who were, were some players that, that really stood out for you? Yeah, that's hard because, I mean, I felt like we, like, I mean, they're everywhere. But, like, uh, you know, the one that that is the biggest is the same one Coach was talking about, Tim Allen from Coopersville, uh, defensive end going to – going to Ferris. I mean, just a freak athlete, um, amazing player. And like, and he, and he's a guy when practice is over, he, he'll walk over to every single coach, shake their hand, say, thanks coach. And, you know, right after, you know, knocking somebody's face off, you know, like it's like great kid. Um, you know, another one that stands out is, uh, like getting to meet Kyle Klaska from, uh, Grand Rapids West Catholic, who, uh, he's going to be walking on at central Michigan as, as a center. Um, big, big, strong dude. Uh, we sit down, we sit down in a room and the kid, he starts playing the piano beautifully. And, uh, you know, like just seeing wow. just th those weird things that happen where you're just like, what the, where did that come <laughs> from? Um, you know, th those two stand out Jabari's catching the, in the end zone. Um, just amazing. Uh, I, I thought like, you know, he, he really turned it on. Uh, and, and, you know, he, he really had to, we had another really good receiver hurt that, you know, he didn't do anything beyond the first practice. And, uh, and so, you know, a lot of stuff fell on him and, uh, but you know, it's really hard to just to isolate single guys. Those are just the ones that really, really stand out initially. I mean, as each of these kids are walking in, it's kind of like, it's like Christmas morning. Cause you're like, Oh, I hope he's, a, I hope he's a West kid. And, uh, you know, then when you find out that they are, you're like, hell yeah, let's go. Um, so it, it was uh, like, like I said, it, I could not believe that we were able to get 35 dudes that, uh, you know, are like the top guys on their team all together and, and that they were able to interact so well that we had, you know, like it was, it was just great. I mean, there were no issues, um, you know, so it's, I, I highlight those three guys, but like, I could, I could pick out tons of them, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it was good. Uh, Coach Crowell, um, what about for, for you? Now, I know um, uh, Devontae Miles was the player. He, he was voted player of the game. Um, what do you think it was about his performance that, that uh, got him that, that honor? I think it was a combination of what he had done all week. He was our team captain, and the guy brought energy and and and, and fire every single practice like you know he's like coach you know get the offense going we're good over here on defense I'm like <laughs> I'm you know he was just he, he he's a, an amazing athlete you know he had great get off great leverage River Rouge has done an amazing job of teaching him the the more than just the fundamentals like he was well versed in playing all different kind of techniques he played well with his hands 
You know, his, his leverage was great. He knew how to pursue the ball. He was relentless. Even when he was tired, we had to take him and play him on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, he was impressive. But I had a favorite player from – I had a favorite player just by date. That, and I can't, cannot pronounce his name. But the safety from Romeo, Joey. Joey? Joey was my favorite player. He was my favorite player from just watching the tapes of the kids. Like that kid right there, he's a football player. He's a he's gonna come bring it every single snap. And that that is football for me. Like he every I was just so fired up to see. I knew what he was, I knew what he was gonna do. And as soon as the game started, they they threw a, a pass down in the, I think it was I don't know what they threw, but he had to come feel the alley. And I was like, ooh, that's what I've been waiting on. I've been, man, I love safeties. They come bring some, hey, they, he, he, however much he weighed, he brought all of it every single time. And I, man, that's, I get fired up when I talk about that kid. It's awesome. That's great. So, hey, guys, so now, you know, now that the excitement of the game's over, um, you could focus on, you know, your own team and your upcoming season and, you guys both have unique uh, situations for, for your own programs coming up. So, Coach Crowell, you're in a situation where, you know, you're coming off a uh, state championship. Um, you're going to defend that title and, and keeping your kids focused and keeping your staff focused and stuff and, um, and, and whatnot and the challenges that go with that. And then, Coach Mallory, obviously your challenges are a little bit different where, you know, you're taking over a new program. you got to establish your culture and what you want, um, you know, for your players to – um, you know, what you want them to live up to and what their expectations are. So if you guys could, you know, talk to me about how now you plan on um, transitioning, you know, to that part of our coaching duties. And we're basically a month out and we're getting after it. Um, Coach Mallory, you can go first. Yeah, I don't know if there's much of a transition um, just because, like, you know, you're doing it all along and, and then you're fitting in the all-star game stuff. Um you know, after hours, like all of our meetings were pretty late at night uh, through Zoom. Um, there was like a weird, uh, like it felt weird this week after missing missing our workouts on Thursday, uh, Wednesday and Thursday of last week. Um, it's almost like uh, getting back in touch with civilization because it's such a hectic schedule. Um, like I had so many things to follow up on. And, and so, you know, you do that over Sunday and then it's, it's back at it and it's, you know, I, I don't know that there was much of a transition for me though, outside of that. Um, just because like I, knowing that I was changing jobs and having to implement a bunch of stuff, you know, I, I sometimes had to put some of the all-star stuff on the back burner and that's where, you know, having a great coaching staff, you know, from, from Battle Creek Central and, and Beale City and Grass Lake and um, all those guys uh, like that, that's where, you know, that was really helpful. So um, like I said, not much of a transition for me is just, uh, you know, it was, it, while it was a great experience, it was also just a, a huge, um, uh, stress relief because now, you know, all of, all of my attention is, is directed here and it's not the all-star stuff isn't sitting there in the back of your mind, like nagging you that you need to do this or that. Um, so, you know, that, that's, that's all I've got on that. Coach Crowell, how about you? Uh, well, me, my, me, myself, uh, I feel like I take every year different, like every year is a different year. So yeah, we, we, we won last year, but to me, and it's always been this way. Once January hits, it's a new year. It's a new chase. Everybody is at zero and zero. 
nobody besides the, the media and the fans care about, you know, preseason rankings. So you get you get lost in what you did before. You won't be focused on what you need to do. So we're we're we restart. Like I allowed the kids because of the all-star game. And I to be honest with you, our team hasn't really been together consistently. And because my quarterback, you know, he hasn't been going all over the country. And we haven't had he's not been with us. And a lot of my other players have been camping all over the country. So now when you know when we got back, you know, we had a few 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 workouts and then we had a seven on seven just I guess last night. And when we went out, you know, it was rough. We were we were missing some guys and but we we competed against West Bloomfield, who's gonna be, if not the number one team in the state, one of the top in the top five in the state. Then we we got to compete against Martin Luther King's defending defending uh state champs, you know, who who I grew up coaching against and I know those coaches over there. They do a great job. And they're gonna have some of the best athletes in the state. You know, so it was it was a good a good opportunity for us to see where, you know, okay, athletic athletically, we still all right. But coming back after we get off of this break, we we Belleville will be different. I, I told people last year, I like, well, last year us winning was a plus. I knew that I had tried to blow up. I, well, I blew up the program, and we were headed in a different direction. This year's a, a we're going to build on that, and we're going to really work on just getting back to old school football. Like you know, I want to I want a program where you never miss practice. The, the kids are accountable to each other. Like no excuse is acceptable. You know, if we committed, committed means you know I'm accountable. You know, every time everybody has to buy in from the, the the first guy to the last guy. And I told the kids, I like, go enjoy your break. When you come back these next two weeks before we get into August, we're going to do a cleansing. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, it's going to be a total cleansing from the top to the bottom because I, I got a new staff. So they got a chance to go out and, and do seven on seven and, you know, see what it's like to work together, the kids work with the kids, see some of what the kids could do. And now we get to break it down. Everybody go take a vacation, but no, because I had a long talk with them. When we come back, I don't believe in walking on a football field. I believe that that's that's disrespect for the football. I, I believe in 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 effort. Like effort is non-negotiable. Like if you're not giving effort, you shouldn't be out here. When you walk through those gates, you come through those gates prepared to, and those type of things. That's what good football teams do. Now, if you have talent to go with that. That's a bad combination right there. So that's what we're focusing on. We're good. Love it. All right, fellas, we appreciate, uh, again, Tom, we say this every, every podcast we have, the guests keep getting better and better. The conversations keep rolling. Appreciate you guys being here. You guys are, uh, two of the best around. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Um, you know, now that we're kind of toward the end of our conversation, um, you know, we'd like you to go ahead and share your Twitter handle with the listeners. If you could, our, our Twitter handle for the coaching office is uh, simply at inside the office. And uh, my personal one is at coach Barnes two zero. But coach Maller, if you could share a Twitter handle, uh, if you're interested where, you know, some of the other coaches can connect with you and pick your brain a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's at, 
Coach Mallory two. That's uh, M A L L O R Y, and then the number two. Appreciate it. Excellent, Coach Crowell. Do you have a Twitter handle you'd be willing to share with us? Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not very good with social media though, so just see. So just so you know, I got, I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at it right now. I'm old, fellas. I'm fifty. So <laughs> at, it's at capital J E R M A I N capital C R O W E L L uh, at Jermaine Crowell. You know, I didn't. You know, I didn't really. You know, I just I didn't really do the numbers thing. You know, when I did this, and I very rarely get on it. And I'm, I'm trying. I'm working on it. I push likes and, and, and retweet, you know, I, I do all right with that. I, I, I'm sophisticated. I'm there sophisticated. you go. We got to keep, we got to keep up with the kids, man. Like I feel that every day. It's crazy. Every time I just got good on Facebook and now they tell me Facebook for old people. Instagram, man, I can't get Instagram. Like, man, all they do is show pictures and, and, and look, man, Instagram, I look, they got a lot of stuff going on. And now they got TikTok. Like, I just was starting to do the Instagram, and now it's TikTok. I can't get yeah, I'm old. No. I'm yeah. old. I hear I'm you. Football. I hear you. Uh, Amen. Hey, so hey the- Coach Crowell, uh, real quick, um, I got to ask this. So, obviously, the, there was a, a former Lions, uh, Detroit Lions wide receiver. How often do you get uh, mistaken for, for having played for the Lions and being uh, the other Jermaine Crowell? Let me, let me explain something to you. Anybody that makes that mistake, they are not football fans. That man was six foot three, <laughs> you know, probably 200 plus pounds, dominated at Virginia, did his thing. I am every bit, hold on. The media guide had me listed at five nine. So I am five nine. He was six three. You should not be able to mix those two up. Cause I know I got robbed. I got robbed of some money too. If that's the case. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's, <laughs> that's fantastic. So the other one guys, we like to end our show with this is, um, you know, we like to ask all our guests if, if there is a unique tradition um, that's, you know, unique to you or to your program that you'd be willing to share with us. Uh, you know, it can be a drill. It can be, um, you know, something especially doing the off season or whatnot. Um, is there anything unique to you guys on uh, how it pertains to your program that uh, you'd be willing to share with us? Either one of you guys yeah. can go first. Uh, I, well, I'll, I guess I'll go first. We got your, we, we just started tradition. So tap. I tell people all the time, people don't understand what tap means. You know, a lot of people think tap means tap out. Okay. Yeah. In a way it does. But what it really was started for was, Hey man, tap in. I used to say tap, you know, a lot. And I started looking at all the different ways that people use things. And I was like, tell you what, our tap is really like T-A-P-P together. All things are possible because when I look at the city of Belleville, I remember when I first got here and I told him, I was like, look, I want to try to, win a state championship and make you guys national. And my, the, my, our athletic secretary looked at me and she's like, coach, we don't, we, I, I think we can do it. I like, we just going to need everybody to do it. And when we lost to Brighton and I saw that whole city there, I saw the whole city of Belleville when hey, they supported us and they were crying and they were hurt. I knew then that, you know, 
we got something special. Like it's not just about football no more. It, we represent a whole town. So together, all things are possible. Like, yeah, I know at the beginning it looked like we couldn't get it done. But now, hey, when you come to Belleville, you're going to hear the crowd. They're going to be tap, tap, tap. Yeah, it's going to be intimidating to the people that we play, but it's going to inspire the people that we represent. So that's 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 big for me. It, you know, it's, it's big. We have an identity now. You know, so it's a part of who we are. Like, when you come play us and, and they're redoing the stadium, like, man, I was like, what is it like to play against a team and their whole city is screaming, tap, tap, tap? Like, that's got, if I was playing against us, and let's just say I was believing all the stuff that people said, you know, if we get up by a score or two, you might be thinking that we're telling you to tap. And mentally in the back of your head, I don't know. Maybe we put a little bit of doubt in there. Like, oh, man, why are we playing? They do just keep – they do have all – that's what people say. I'm just trying to play off of hey, any advantage that we can get, I want to get it. So that's that's one of our things. It's big. It's big. Love it. Coach Mallory, how about you? So, hey, yeah, this is a tough question. Um, you know, in transition, like uh, – you know, we, we had some stuff at Cadillac that we did um, that was unique to that program uh, that the, the school owns a um, what used to be a CCC camp back, um, you know, back in the Depression days is right on Lake Mitchell. So you got like it's like your classic summer camp where you got cabins and a mess hall and everything. And so um, the football team at Cadillac's been going out there. Uh, like since the beginning of time, um, like that's part of the, like the rite of passage uh, playing football at Cadillac is experiencing Camp Toronto. And so, um, you know, that, that I think would be, you know, I think that fits your question the best because that that's a tradition that's, that's very unique there that the school owns a facility like that. Uh, we'd take the kids out Sunday night, they'd come check in, uh, mom and dad drop them off and then they're assigned to cabins and, um, you know, we're living out there for, for the first part of two days, uh, busting into the school for practice, eating all our meals there. They come back and, uh, you know, it's, it's like the true summer camp deal. And you just try to wear them out enough at practice so that they're not acting like fools, you know, <laughs> in the middle of the day and at night, and, um, you know, it's like, you talk to anybody that's played Cadillac football, um, and they've all got a camp to rent a story. Uh, I think, um, you know, if you were to try to not do that, uh, try to say, yeah, we're not going to do Camp Trenna. Like you, you might as well start packing your, packing your house, you know, cause it's, you're not going to be there long. Um, and so, you know, that's something that I think is pretty cool and pretty unique to, you know, a, a smaller town uh, football deal. And, um, you know, it was, it was one of those things that I know, like for me, it was, it was a huge amount of stress just, you know, cause you're responsible for those kids out there. Uh, but like to the kids, a very memorable and meaningful experience that was really uh, key to um, like, you'd really get a good pulse on what kind of team we were going to have just based on how they interacted with each other there. And, um, you know, it's it very, very, very important to that program. Yeah. Well, fellas, um, I'd like to thank you for joining us today. Um, talking about uh, what was a, a, a very successful, very entertaining uh, um, MHFCA East West all-star game. Um, so fellas, uh, on behalf of coach Barnes, I'd like to thank you again. And, um, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of inside the coach's office.